Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. Today, we have Marty Constant of Constant Change with us. Thank you so much for joining us, Marty. Hi, Gabby. So happy to be here. So happy to have you. And like I said, your post-it notes are great. I'm excited to hear how it applies to your business. So just go ahead and tell us, you know, how you got to where you are today. And even sometimes where you had to pivot or any just big points in your career and in your life. So something that um, Anna always says is having a really good answer to that type of a question. How did you get to where you're at? And a lot of people ask me that. How did you focus on the topic of agility, Marty? I am a workplace futurist concentrating on career agility and workforce agility. But the story goes back many years. I was 13 years old and I was immobilized. Mm. I was diagnosed with a crooked spine. Otherwise known as scoliosis, which mm-hmm. was a very scary term at the time. And I wore a body brace that extended from my chin all the way down to my hips. I had mm-hmm. about 10 pounds of hardware on me, all mm-hmm. as I was entering high school. In the John Hughes movies at the time that were featuring anxious teenagers, showed a person in one of their movies Mm -hmm. with a girl with a brace. And guess what they did to her? They made fun of her Mm -hmm. and they excluded her. So I learned at a very young age what it was like to have something thrown at you. And I didn't just wear that brace for one year. I didn't wear it for two years. I wore it for 1,277 days. So I had a choice, Gabby, I could either adapt to my current circumstances and figure out what it was that I could control. So I couldn't go to the dances and the football games and the things that required a certain level of mobility. But what I did have control over was my mindset. I didn't get into it right away, but I eventually figured out that adapting to my circumstances and making the best of them and studying hard and finding friends that accepted me for who I was, was going to be my avenue to adapt and have a good life. And I'm happy to say I got into several colleges of my choice as a result of all the studies. And I think learning something at a very early age, the importance of flexibility, agility, Mm -hmm. and mobility Uh, was an important thing to learn. And it's interesting, fast forward many years later, I applied this concept of adaptability and agility as it relates to the the job search. And I have other stories, but we're going to stop there. Mm -hmm. And so definitely interested to hear as far as what made you so focused specifically on agility. I know you kind of just mentioned it, but even just the word choice, why was that kind of the word choice that you went with? Um, 
That's also a fun story. Mm-hmm. I worked in tech companies uh, for several jobs out of college. And I worked in design and marketing. And the people that I worked with, the engineers were into the agile software development process. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice my sticky notes. That's where mm-hmm. I, I get some of my ideas from mm-hmm. how they used to manage projects. So they had project management involved and they used agile processes to develop their software, like Netflix, for instance. Mm-hmm. It's iterations every day. It's not something that they wait to change until later. It's adaptive, it's mm-hmm. iterative. And so I learned that that was a really effective process. And I thought to myself, why not apply the principles that they established for a very effective software development process to the management of one's own career? And I had this idea 10 years ago, and um, there was no word for career agility in the um, online. I typed in Google, found nothing. And I thought, well, I will frame out a definition. And if you type in what is career agility today, you will find my definition as the number one resource on your browser. Look at that. Made a whole new thing. And now it's it's yours. And now you're known for it. Yep. And so how do you apply that to your own life? You know, how do you keep yourself in kind of that good flow and high performance and able to pivot and have that agility? You use such great words there, Gabby, when you use high performance, because in today's world of this uh, fluctuating change, we've had the pandemic, we're still evolving through it. It takes a lot to get through it and to get you used another word to get into a state of flow Mm -hmm. um, to get through it. But the idea of agility, I'll just mention a couple principles of career agility is Viewing your career as a series of projects, for instance, we put so much pressure on ourselves to have it right, right when we get out of training. Reality is you can test and measure along the way and you can evolve and give yourself permission to A, B, test your career all the way throughout. So whether you're mid-career or at the beginning. So that's just an example of actually two principles, A-B testing your career and viewing your career as a ser- series of projects. And th- the thing that that really funnels through all of it is the principle of responding to change. Mm-hmm. When you see change, how does it affect you? How does it affect your department? How does it affect your industry? Mm-hmm. When you can answer those questions and figure out what it is that you're going to do to respond to that, adapt to it, or work around it, navigate around it, then you'll be successful and you will be in a situation where you're future-proofing your career rather than feeling a victim to a layoff that was unanticipated. Mm -hmm. And giving yourself those options, I think, too, is just so important. Yes, that's absolutely an important thing. And so who exactly do you serve? You know, what problems do you help your clients solve specifically in that business realm? So as um, I speak on the future of work, how, how uh, technology, how our behavior, I speak mm-hmm. a lot to organizations on that, on the workforce agility part. But the part that I focus most of my time on these days 
is I help dedicated job seekers get to the front of the hiring line. Okay. And so how do you do, how do, you do that for your clients then? Um, there's a, uh, a, a coaching methodology and a process that I use with these types of people. And the people that I think are the most exciting for me, there's a lot of people right in college right now. I speak to a lot of universities, but the ones that um, are finding it very challenging are the ones with a lot of experience. Mm. They don't know what to do with it. You might think, well, that would be a great thing to have a lot of experience, but it can be overwhelming to edit those experiences Mm. in a way that's digestible to the people that you're interviewing with. You can come on a little strong with all of that experience. So spewing it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're mm-hmm. spewing it out and you're not narrow, I, I say narrow cast right. that from a branding perspective, what is it that they're looking for? Their keywords, their their situations for that job opportunity, matching those two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's so important too for obviously say college graduates, I think that's something that a lot of people miss is not only how to interview, but like you said, specifically people with a lot of experience and trying to find a way to narrow it down to get the attention, but also show like all things you can do. It is. And it's, you know, when it's the opposite thing, when you're in college, you're thinking, well, how am I going to have enough experience? Mm -hmm. And then when you're on the other end of the spectrum, it's too much experience. And even mid-careerists are Mm -hmm. struggling with this. And Um, The college students, because I speak to universities all across the country, and I speak to organizations across the world, and the university students are getting quite savvy with this idea of branding and creating branding statements for their LinkedIn headers, for instance. They're not just leaving a generic backdrop behind their photo of themselves, they're actually putting their branding statement right there front and center about what they're good at or what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something where it's almost like both, like you said, demographics can almost learn from each other because it is ever evolving. It is. And it's, it's a, it is a blended uh, workplace and mm-hmm. it's, it's been shown over and over that the best teams that work in industry and the best products that are designed are created through diverse teams. Mm -hmm. It's diversity of everything, of culture and spirit and age diversity is a huge part of that. Absolutely. And so then also I'd love you for you to tell us about your book as well. Yeah. So I wrote a book called Activate Your Agile Career. And I, um, one of my principles is parallel pursuits. And I did this on the side. So it was a parallel pursuit, took me five years and I researched it, did 120 interviews. I wanted to understand why some people always land on their feet and other ones are just scratching their head, trying to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. And one one segment seemed to be more in control of the future and the other ones were more victim to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hired a research firm and we did survey research as well. And the entire book is a series of stories about people, just like you and me, that have navigated through their careers and made some of these decisions. And they are the people that taught me the principles that were included in the model that are very effective for the rest of us. 
And so where can our listeners go to purchase that book? Yeah, they can go to Amazon. I'm I'm the only Marty constant in the world and the only one on Amazon. And if they type in activate your agile career, it's it comes in audible ebook and the regular book. I, you know, I was on the fence on the audible, but I realized my own behavior was that I was listening to more of my books than reading regular books. Right. You know, it's, so it's give it the to workout. the readers too. <laughs> yeah, it's the workout and all that kind of stuff. So um, I, I did, I published the Audible book a year later and it's it's been it's been a tremendous opportunity. And, and that's where universities and mm-hmm. um, organizations are finding me and seeing my definition and uh, there's a number of organizations that are, you know, citing my uh, definition of career agility right in their internal corporate training because mm-hmm. they want to keep their people current too. Absolutely. And then in general, for any information, it's uh, martyconstant.com. It is martyconstant.com, all one word, and it's Marty with an I. Mm-hmm. And, and constant yeah. with the K. And it's constant love with it. the K, which is, <laughs> is memorable. And there's also... Um, something that people want to say, well, how can I learn more? Another thing is on LinkedIn, the, I'm in a beta program for LinkedIn newsletters, and I've got 27,000 subscribers now on my newsletter called Agility Think. So it's it's about all things. It's not just jobs. It's mm. thinking about how you apply it to your life, how organizations can think about it. Um, it talks about the future of technology and how technology and things like AI, VR, and AR are going to impact us, not just five years from now, but in two years from now. We're going to, we're going to have real virtual learning, not just the ones that are on Zoom and mm-hmm. other platforms. Wonderful. Marty Constant, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing all of that. I really, really appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, Gabby. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag Conscious Business Leader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at AnnaSunChoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement. Mm-hmm.